What do you think? Looks good. Okay, I think we're back. We back, as Kenny says. We got a lot going on here. This is Bulls. This is the Bulls podcast, episode 59. And we've got a, uh, let me try and fade this thing out. Oh my God. Okay, so still kind of a technical workshop here as we get episode 59 underway. Uh, We've got a lot in store for you. Man, I can't even express how happy I am to get the season rolling. Here's what we got. Zach Levine is shut down on week one. Uh, Patrick Williams does get the start. Is he going to be P-Will or P-Won't? Kobe White not given that contract extension. We'll talk about it. We've got early season expectations, and we're going to make game predictions for the coming week. We'll be, well, listen to Ray Clay and do what he says. Bulls fans, remember to follow the show on social media at Bulls Podcast and at BullsPodcast.com. Technical nightmare we got going on here. Bulls fans, podcast. remember Never, to hey, the- hey, 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 Ray, Ray, Ray. <laughs> Jeez, the things that we do to get a show to you guys. Okay. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to the Bulls podcast, where we bring you the latest news, reviews, rants, rumors, and opinions on the players, coaches, and front office of the Chicago Bulls. My name is Marcus Couch, and way over there, my friend on the other end, that's Wise Black. How you doing, Wise? Doing great. Uh, just ready to talk some basketball, man. As always, let's do it. All right. I'm down, man. Let's get it going. So let's talk about the very first thing that's out of the out of the gate, which is Zach Levine is taking the day off for the season opener and maybe beyond. He told reporters in Miami today that he isn't feeling specific soreness or pain. Uh, in his knee, but these load management expectations like today could be throughout the rest of the season. Still uncertain if he's even going to play in Washington, D.C. against the Wizards, but it hasn't been ruled out. Uh, he may miss Friday's game you know, with the Wizards, and it it's, it's wondering if he's even going to be around Saturday for the home opener versus Cleveland. This is such a weird situation. Uh, Julia Poe, who covers the Bulls for the Chicago Tribune, noted that while this might seem like just semantics, it feels like a serious distinction between injury management, which is what he wants right now, and load management, which is just typically rest when somebody's tired later in the season or they've got back-to-back or back-to-back-to-back games. Uh, he's not a, he's not sitting to avoid getting tired. There's got to be a specific issue that's happening especially because 10 days ago he played, he logged 24 minutes and it just doesn't seem like this is load management. It seems like there might be something else or wise. Am I hitting the panic button way too early? I don't think you are. Um, Especially looking at how Zach was playing in those games that he did play in the preseason. He didn't quite look like himself. And I, like many people, you know, we just chalked it up as, you know, him just getting playing himself back in the game shape. He's coming off of knee surgery. But now what it sounds like is there may be a little bit more to it where it may not just be where he's trying to, you know, just play himself back in the game shape. It sounds like it could be something a little bit deeper. I'm hoping that it's very minuscule. 
But um, I don't want to necessarily speculate too much. All I know is him being out these few games or or presumptuously out these few games. I mean, it doesn't bode well for the team. It doesn't look too good. Now, hopefully it does turn out to be a case where it is just something where it's like low management. But I don't know. I think that's a long shot because it's far too early in the season for, for that to be the case. Yeah, I agree with that. I just think, I, I don't know. I Right now, I'm up in the air, and obviously we're going to tell by the next episode what's going on, and, and it could just be he maybe he got bumped. Maybe something's just happening where we don't really need an explanation, or maybe he just feels more cautious, and we I, I don't know. I don't know the decisions. But uh, let, me, to me, let me ask you, did, did you hear something yeah. about Javante Green having um, having a little nag or something like that in practice, one of the Bulls' practices? Yeah, yeah, I, I didn't get full clarity on it. Locked on or something, and they said that he has some like a hip pointer injury or something. Hmm. Well, I hope that doesn't linger because we're definitely going to need him. Uh, hmm. P, P will and P won't. We'll, we'll decide which one is going to make their appearance here early on in the season. But, um, okay, that, so. That's really good. We'll <laughs> see. <laughs> I know. I'm gonna, that, that's mine. I'm, I'm claiming it. <laughs> Anybody else who thinks that you can be P. Will and P. Will, that, that's, that's mine. I'm going to make my own shirt. Uh, and, al- and almost us, Anta Kumpas. Almost. Yes, yeah, you make, did. You I did pop that both. one out. I want both of those. Okay, so uh, let's go to the next thing. Uh, co- the contract extension time came and went, and Kobe White did not get called. His ticket did not get punched. He is going to become a restricted free agent after the season. He has become the odd man out with last season's surgeons of IO. And to me, this spells trade. I mean, we've kind of been thinking he was going to get traded even around the draft or even last season. But Acme proved me several uh, proved me wrong several times before. Uh, I do have a clip of uh, Kobe actually addressing this. Let's take a look. I wasn't, you know what I'm saying, I wasn't really focused on that. Like I said, um, just play this year out. You know, uh, I put in a lot of work this summer, so let my work show um, and, you know, take it from there. So, uh, like I've been saying, uh, I'm just here to help my team win. Whatever I can do to help my teammates become a better version of themselves and a better version of a team, you know, I'm willing to do that. So, I'm a carefree guy, so uh, I just take everything as it comes and I just go with the flow. Uh, like I said, I put in a lot of work this summer, so. Um, and I'm, I'm gonna trust my work. I love playing basketball. That's all the motivation I need. So I love playing. I love hooping. So, you know, I have motivation my whole life. I ain't gonna change nothing now. Okay, that's pretty good. Uh, my question is: Does Kobe make sense to keep on the team for the remainder of the year, or at least even till uh, the break? Or should we already be getting the trade machine ready? Wise. Well, he makes sense to keep on the team right now because he's one of the very few three-point shooters that we have. I mean, it's it, it would uh, be really costly to lose him, especially for nothing. You know what I mean? Or even like a future, you know, low second pick or something. Because he's not, you're not getting the first for Kobe White right now. He didn't right. prove enough. So if they got anything in terms of, um, you know, assets, trade assets, or uh, draft assets, it would be a low second. And I don't think that's worth it. I really feel like Kobe White, like he just said, he put in a lot of work. He's a basketball player and he wants to do anything to help the team win. I look at it like, 
I don't know, for example, if you're at a job and you see that there's something that needs to be corrected, you see that there's no one who has this specialty skill that you know your company needs, if you want to you know, stand out out of the crowd, then you need to hone your skills in that specific area. And I think that's what Kobe White has the chance to do right now. And that would be, that skill would be three and D. I really wish that he would focus mainly on just catch and shoot Kobe White needs to take at least 10 to 12 three-pointers a game. Like I, I really hope that that's what he's talking about. He worked on th- this past summer, which in preseason, it doesn't necessarily look like it. He looks like he's still trying to be that, you know, all-around scorer and all of that. No, he does not need to dribble a whole lot. He does not need to dribble unless it's trying to make the next play to somebody else. Other than that, catch and shoot. Go back down on the other end, play your heart out on, the, on defense. That's it. And I believe if he were to do that, he would find himself a contract here or anywhere else. He would be sought after. He's going to bank no matter where he goes. He's going to be a good player. But by the way, Wise, since we're live, we're getting our comments in the in the uh, chat right now. So uh, really, I don't I can't see him. Well, you will now. Here's Ricky Fontaine. Hearing Wise open up without saying yo five times is weird. What's up with you? It's two in a row. (laughs) <laughs> hey y'all i mean i don't know it's I, i'm looking at it like it's you know i'm i'm older now and all of that and it's a new year you know what i'm saying new day so i don't know i was just kind of looking like i'm i might lead that for the throwbacks all right That's we all. also got rw shy town shout out from vegas shout out to you my brother thanks for tuning into the show we pre- really appreciate it and this is probably good this is like one of our i don't know we call this our raw dog show i mean this this stream yard thing is not what it's going to end up being so uh appreciate you liking this one that's it's pretty cool you guys to join in like that okay so uh he will or p won't i don't know we'll figure that out uh you know it's it's interesting after two seasons of like on again off again play from a guy who's the number four pick um we'll see uh, I'm going to play a quick Billy clip that um, was sent. Actually, it wasn't sent, but I stole it from Will Gottlieb. Um, but- ingredient to our team. Um, I think he can really, really help us. Um, I think there's also parts of Patrick where we even get him staggered into the second unit some. Um, you know, so for me, um, I just think he can be a key component to our team, key contributor, and he can help us. And I think he's had a good offseason is a good training camp. I think DJ's had a really good training camp. I think um, Javante's had a really good training camp. I think Patrick has. And we've, you know, looked at a lot of different combinations. We started each one of those guys in different games in the preseason. Um, but again, I'm I'm not that wrapped up in the starting part as much as like how, how we're subbing off the bench, who's coming in next. And those are things that are going to be, you know, things that are going to happen uh, based on experiences and, and information that we have from our group. Um, but you know, it could be a situation where, you know, Patrick plays and, we, you know, we, we stagger him into the second unit. We get Javante out there with the first unit. But, you know, you got to look at the totality of the game, at least from the first half standpoint, if you're going to play nine or ten players, how you rotate, how you sub, and how you kind of, you know, creating some combinations of players playing together. Okay. I buy that. Um, but, you know, this is somebody that we traded away, Wendell Carter Jr., and, what, three picks to get Vooch? Because we thought that P. Will and Vooch would, you know, like these guys, be able to 
fill the workload for years to come. But is he that guy? Is he even somebody that can prove to the fans that he is this guy, even in week one? What do you think? Can he prove it? Yeah. I think he has the opportunity to prove it. They're giving him every single chance in the world to prove it. It's just all up to Patrick Williams. And I mean, I, I don't I don't know what they can do more at this point to prove to him that he has the keys to this team. I mean, uh, I get it. He's playing with veterans and everything like that. But nonetheless, you still hear those very same people, the veterans, telling him to be more aggressive. So they're asking you to take their shots. And I don't know. He, he still uh, seems to be very reluctant to do so. But, I mean, Patrick, he still has quite a bit of time to prove himself or, uh, throughout the season. I actually think it would be a better idea to bring him off of the bench and have him play with the lesser guys, meaning like play with the bench guys. So he'll feel like, you know, he's more so the better player on the court, because to me, when he's playing with guys who he considers to be his mentors, veterans, guys who, you know, are clearly better than him, then he plays down a level of a few levels. And I think that's not the best way to, to utilize Patrick Williams right now. So RW Shytown said, how long do we get P will? Because I feel like it's another Lowry situation. I feel like it's the same way. Remember when we were mm, that, that's first, point. when we first had Lowry, this is when you and I first, started doing the show when we got Lowry and we were like, what's with him? Where's his balls? And, and actually um, I said this and then Matt Peck uh, from whatever he does uh, agreed that it was <laughs> Lowry going vegan that made him soft. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm a meat eater. Hey, Hey, it's not vegan slander. It's performance slander. You got to eat protein. You got to eat protein. Come on. Come on. I mean, all right. So, so, uh, truth right here. I'm, I'm actually vegetarian. I I haven't, I haven't eaten meat in like two years, man. But, uh, yeah, no, I mean, you're also not in the NBA. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I mean, but your boy look good. But anyway, anyway. Okay. No, but uh, uh, Ricky, he makes a good point about uh, the comparison to Laurie. I actually really like that point. But the only thing I'll say about that is at least Laurie Marketing, he proved more to us. He definitely did prove more to us in years one and two. I believe he began yeah. to wane more so when uh, Boylan took over. That's when we were really like, all right, what, what, what's more to this kid? Because he continued to get hurt. You know, yeah. uh, so I feel like uh, Laurie, he showed us a bit more than Patrick Williams did. But we, I mean, fairly similar situations, just okay. in terms of how everyone is waiting on them. All right. So uh, just again, for the record, I'm coining the phrase P won't. So P will and P won't. It's going to be uh, throughout the season. We're going to call him that. Either he does what he's supposed to or he does not. And I hope I just have to say P will. I hope it's, it's only P will. But understand, this is a pivotal position within the NBA, and I think we would have been maybe better off just trading that number four pick for somebody already established. But who knows? That's three years ago. We could have got somebody that you know sucked or got injured or whatever. We're, we, we are here, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Okay, um, then um, 
boy, I had an IO thing, but that's cool. I think we're going to leave it at that in terms of, oh, I do have some other clips for expectations. So let's just roll right in uh, to some of the expectations that we have for the coming year. Um, I've got my own. Um, I think actually expectation number one, Zach's going to have a huge season this year. We're all debating about this first week, but uh, if he's healthy, I think that he is definitely going to be the leading scorer, and I think he's going to make the all-star team for the third straight year. What do you think about that? I'm not mad at that. I mean, I, I can see it. I definitely hope that's the case for the Bulls' sake. Uh, uh, I hope the same for DeMar, right? I mean, mm-hmm. the same for Vooch even. And that is who I'm actually expecting to have a big year. I think Vucevic is going to show up and show out this year. He proved it in the preseason. Granted, it's the preseason. But nonetheless, right. what he showed me was that he's not a liar. What he said he was going to do in this, you know, uh, in this, um, you know, in the press conferences before the season, he said that he was going to get down low more and how he was going to try and change his game back into the way he played more so in Orlando. And that's exactly how he looked in the preseason. So I'm expecting big things from Vooch. He got up on the defensive end. He looked like an actual offensive hub out there. You know, even when they sat Zach and DeMar, they kept Vooch in the starting lineup, playing with the other guys, and he was the best player on the floor for us. So I'm expecting really big things from Vooch. But not only Vooch, also Ayo DeSumo. Ayo DeSumo looked really good to me as well in this preseason, and I think it's a really huge vote of confidence from uh, from AK and you know and uh, Billy Donovan to give Ayo the start over a guy like Dragic or even Caruso. Because honestly, I believe that you know he he is the Bulls' trump card should things not work out with Lonzo Ball health wise. So. Looking at how Io played last year, I think they want to see how he can take that to the next level come this season. And I believe he's up for he's up for the challenge, man. Uh, I, I don't see any reason why Io can't do better than he did last year. Yeah, I agree with that. I I actually think um, he's going to have a breakout season even further. Um, nobody can replicate Lonzo Ball in terms of skill set and defense, but I hope that uh, if Io can get seventy percent of that, I think that mm. uh, I think that's going to be great. I think when Ball comes back, he's probably going to come back on the bench just because he has, doesn't mm. have his legs under him by the time that happens. Um, on Chicago Bulls Central, they uh, he had an interview with Sam Smith and said. Sam said he doubts that Lonzo will even play at all this year. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So, okay. Um, I think that uh, my prediction slash expectation, obviously I think Io is actually going to take the starting role almost all the way through the entire season. You say you think Io will have it the whole season? I think almost the whole way. Yeah, unless something catastrophic happens, yeah. Uh, if Lonzo Ball does wind up coming back, I think that uh, he, he probably won't. Um, just because Lonzo Ball is, you know, he's their three-year $85 million man or four-year $85 million man. And 
I mean, the Bulls were so much in sync when Lonzo was with the team. And I think that they probably, by the time he does get back there, expecting maybe late January, maybe early February, hopefully. Uh, by that time, we'll see where the Bulls will be. But I don't know. Things aren't looking super good to me. That That's just me personally. So by then, I think that they'll be just chopping at the bit to get Lonzo Ball back. So I, I definitely see him. Uh, okay, so the, the scenario that I'm looking at is let's just say it's February that he comes back. Yeah. That's over a year since he's dribbled a basketball at an NBA court. Yeah. No, so Io will he'll more than likely come off of the bench, but I don't know if Io will start every game that he plays. That's what I'm All saying. Right. Yeah, and okay. that's that's contingent on Lonzo Ball coming back looking, you know, similar to what he did prior to injury. True. Okay, so um I am actually going to play a clip Shout from, out from a- Jersey, Russ. Yeah. Nice. I, uh, I'm going to play a clip from AK where he's talking about his expectations, and then we'll roll on further. You can tell I didn't get any sleep last night. Jesus, look at me. <laughs> we, we've talked to Billy, and, you know, obviously the last year um, result, you know, we, we were not surprised that we made a playoffs. Um, a lot of people were surprised, nor we should be surprised to make the playoffs this year. But what we want to see is obviously improvement. Once you get to the playoffs and you have healthy bodies, I think a lot of things can happen. So I think we have to do better than last year. And, you know, when you get to the playoffs, as always, things happen. Certain teams missing, you know, one or two key players and you can, you know, get by around. So those are the expectations. What what expectations are those, dude? Because I didn't hear anything. (laughs) So he said that he expects them to do better in the playoffs this year. I assume he means getting to the next round, you know, getting by the first. And did you also hear what he said? Certain teams having players out, two or more, maybe key players out, and that should, you know, help the Bulls. I mean, but if that's what you're banking on. That's our strategy? No kidding, man. Exactly. I mean, (laughs) we want to get hurt. We're going to put – we're going to put uh, cooking oil around their bench and hope that they slip. Is that what we're doing right, now? Right, And that, it's crazy that that's where we are. Like, is that where we are? We're hoping that – or not – I highly doubt that he's hoping. But it sounds like, you know, it, so you can expect for players to get injured, right? So, I mean, I, it sounds like that's what AK is basically saying. But nonetheless, that's not something that you should mention. I mean, because your team should just be talented enough to get to the playoffs based on their talent. Not, you know, if, you know, uh, two guys on the Bucks get injured or something like that. Like, come on, man. That that just sounds very uh, weak to me. I know. It's very like uh, Tanya Harding, Nancy Kerrigan, pipe to the knee. Yeah. Like, what are like, we doing was... here? Like, <laughs> it's creepy. Okay, uh, another hot take from me. I think Alex Caruso is going to set uh, career highs in just about every stat this year. Mm. What makes he's you think got, that? I think he's he's got he's got sixty four game uh, career high in uh, twenty nineteen and twenty twenty. 
Uh, he played 41 games last year. I think he's going to get more than 64. Um, I, I mean, that cheap shot that he took from Grayson Allen really knocked him out, and I know he also mm. had COVID. Um, I think that he's going to have high highs in percentages. I think he's going to have highs in steals. It's just the injuries and the COVID thing that knocked him out of all of that. I mean, he was leading the league in steals uh, for a long stretch until he started getting taken out. So uh, what do you think? You think he can do it? Uh, on the percentages tip, I, I mean, so you mean on offense, I would assume, right? Like just his shooting percentage. No, and- I think he's going to get a record in steals. Um, mm, okay. I, I mean. I, oh, well, yeah. So I can see that because he needs it because he's probably our, what, best defensive defensive player right now. So, yeah. He's, uh, out. We, yeah, we need Berserker Alex. So I, I could see him possibly, you know, just going crazy out there on the defensive end. Um, but uh, shooting-wise, probably not just because I would, you know, you need more offense for him to, you know, be open for better shots and everything like that. But defensively, well, he'll I will be in the second him. unit. Yeah, but I'm also saying, like, he needs, uh, like – teammates who will draw defenses in so he can shoot that high percentage. You know what I mean? And given the fact that Lonzo Ball is out, you know, uh, Zach is injured early, seemingly. Um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. So let's go to my next take uh, and expectation. I think that the Bulls will actually have the best bench in the entire NBA. What do you think? Well, yeah, that's definitely a hot take, man. Um, oh, how it's, hot? It's, how hot are we man. talking here? <laughs> I mean, it's it's pretty hot, man. Because I'm so I'm trying to think about it. I know Cleveland, they, they their bench isn't anything to scoff at. I mean, they're gonna have Kevin Love coming off the bench, probably Isaac Okoro or um, what's what's the other guys now? I'm blanking on names right now, but. Um, you you got uh, Milwaukee, didn't they just get Malcolm Brogdon? I know a few teams, they just – they uh, every team read up. Every team got some pretty nice pieces. Granted, the Bulls did too, but I don't okay. know. I, I, Mal- I don't want to necessarily did Malcolm Brogdon, Did Malcolm Brogdon suddenly win a ring or something? I mean, did uh, – did, He's better than any bench player we have. Okay. I get I that. I mean, did, do you dispute now, that? We, no, but we no, I don't dispute it. But what was the biggest thing that was lacking last year is in terms of our bench. The biggest thing. Shooting. Nope. Inside well, presence and a, and a rim defender. And we got Drummond. Oh, you're saying uh Drummond with that. I I just I just look at shooting overall with the team, but yeah, yeah, that, Bro, that as well. To- yeah. Tony Bradley as our anchor. You might as well just put a rope in the water. There is no anchor when it comes to that. It's it's not happening. Um, I so I mean I think the signing of Dragic and Drummond are actually going to be some of the most pivot. I think that's almost going to be as impactful as any other signing that any of the other teams made, besides like blockbuster stuff. So I'll give you this: Dragic did help you out from your first take of him during that first yeah. game. Yeah. yeah. He has helped you out since then because that first game, I, I he was tragic. 
He was tragic. Okay. But tragic, since then, tragic. he has, yes, he has looked better <laughs> since then. So we just coined, uh, you just coined a name. Tragic, <laughs> tragic. Yes. But, uh, so, yeah, he's, uh, he, he, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's really tough to say because I I just really want to see how they look against uh, these other teams, at least within the first 10 games of the season before I make anything concrete. You're about to find out tonight with Miami. Oh, yeah. Without Zach, let's see what our bench can do because we're going to be very reliant on them to actually get things off the ground. So, okay. So, um, I'm going to take a drink here. And, yes, I am drinking the Sea Red Kool-Aid today. Got my beet juice in here so I can, uh, you know. Nice, nice. Start the season off right. So cheers to everybody out there and cheers to everybody that's watching on the channel. I really appreciate that. Uh, Debo the Black Panther checking in. Uh, Yeah. Uh, We got uh, Zach's out tonight. Oh, yeah, he's out tonight and might be out on Friday if he didn't catch that in the show earlier. Okay, so um, r- record predictions. Oh, you know, wait, I, first oh, off, wait, 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 really before we go there, wait, wait, okay. before we go there. Uh, the other prediction I had was that DeMar's scoring average is going to go down probably by six to eight points, I bet. And Vooch is going to six pick up. To eight. Yeah, I'd okay. say. And Vooch, though, is going to absorb that. Uh, I mean, come on, mm. DeMar had 27.9 last year. I think he's going to do about 23.22. That's plausible. That's plausible. I could see that. Um, I didn't know he had – damn, he, he had 27? Nice, yeah, nice. Almost 28. Um, yeah, he was an MVP, an MVP race too. So, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I, I could see that with Vooch possibly um, having a breakout year <laughs> in comparison to uh, the two prior years. And, I mean, I hope so, man, most definitely. No, but so, I wanted to go ahead. What were you going to say? No, go for it with DeMar. Keep going. Um, no, so I was I was just going to um, point out uh, R.W. Shytown's question. He said, how do you guys feel about Carmelo and or Dwight Howard as free agent pickups? Uh and how do you right. feel? So I want to say before I went and got Carmelo, I mean, so Carmelo, he definitely did look a lot better when he uh, came back into league, into the league after that hiatus from, um, you know, after leaving OKC, right? When he went to Portland, he looked fairly decent. So I wouldn't be mad at Carmelo but who I think would be a better pickup than Carmelo because I, I assume you're saying that because of his scoring and everything, right? We could use his scoring because he's just obsolete on the defensive NRW, right? So me personally, I would rather go and get a guy like, what do you think about Michael Beasley? Michael Beasley is younger, plus he is a bucket still. If you haven't seen Michael Beasley's pickup games and granted sure it's it's pickup games but nonetheless he's still balling on fools out here and i think he could use a shot i mean yeah give the man a 10 day or something like that and just see see what he does because we can use some some extra scoring off of the bench and i think bringing in michael beasley at what six nine power four who has uh handles like a guard pretty much skills like a guard i mean we, we could do a whole lot worse and as far as dwight howard 
Yeah, I would love to get Dwight Howard in here. Really? Big body. Yeah, but and the reason I say that is because the Bulls are still fairly small to me. Outside of Drummond and Vooch, we're still really small. Patrick Williams plays so smart. He he acts like he's more like 6'4 or something. You know, like he doesn't grab a whole lot of rebounds. He's not very aggressive in the post. I mean, he, he acts like he's not very strong because it looks like he doesn't really – you know, box out that well. I mean, so, yeah, I, I think we could really use a guy like Dwight Howard. So, that good call, RW. He grabs rebounds and teammates groins. Okay. Uh, next thing is – you didn't see that clip, obviously. You don't know what I'm talking about. Dwight Howard grabbing his teammates' uh, junk. <laughs> no. <on the> <laughs> no. You never saw this? No, no, hell no. <laughs> Tune in next week, Bulls fans. We've got a clip for you. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. I w- if I could find that video, like, on the spot, I would – believe me, I would do it. Okay, so I think that's it. What do you think uh, game predictions for the record and where they're going to fall into the conference? I'll go first. Uh, 47 and 35, and that is one game better than last year uh the atlanta hawks and the cleveland cavaliers have obviously upped their roster uh but i think they're both gonna fall flat i think it's easier said than done and i think that uh, those teams just don't have the culture in terms of winning they never have i mean without lebron what cleveland team has ever done anything and the answer is none Uh, So I think the continuity, the depth, players like Io and P-Will, they could actually really, really improve. Um, So if we had Lonzo Ball, I would actually give that probably 52 to 53 wins rather than 47. But unfortunately, that's the realistic terms that we're in right now. Um, I think we could actually go into the second round of the playoffs if we can stay healthy. Uh, we, we probably won't have COVID to deal with. God forbid. I hope there's nothing else that ever comes around in terms of any pandemic or anything to shorten the season or uh, have players out of the sport that they love. But yeah. that's my prediction. 47 and 35, finishing sixth in the Eastern Conference. Oh, my goodness. See, you're going to make me sound like a pessimist. My goodness. Um, just because I, I don't know, I, I, I we we don't have Lonzo Ball. We do not have Lonzo Ball. Um, and we had him for how many games last season? Forty two. <sighs> there you go, R W Shytown, right, right there, wise. Dwight grabbed former Isaiah Bulls Cannon. Isaiah uh, Cannon's crotch. Oh, uh, <laughs> what? Yep. <laughs> Damn, you think I want up. the ghost of Bob Love and Norm Van Leer and Johnny Redker looking down at Dwight doing that? In the st- no, come on, man, uh, I, <laughs> y'all are hilarious. But no, um, <laughs> honestly, I see them going forty and forty-two. Whoa, I do. Yeah, losing I see record. Them being, uh, I see them being under five hundred, man. I, honestly, and that's. Yeah, I see them being in the play-in, and that's really just contingent or because of the, the lack of Lonzo Ball. Um, and also, this 
this um, prediction for him to be back in January is really just them uh, just evaluating him in January. We don't necessarily know if he's actually going to be back. You know what I'm saying? And I can't necessarily uh, – Patrick Williams has not shown me enough to believe in him. Like, I, wh- why should I believe that he's going to grow all of a sudden this year? I mean, and uh, people are harping on this last game, right, versus Milwaukee when he dropped, what, 20-something points in the preseason last game. But it was against the G League team. Yeah. It was against all of their G League. I didn't know anybody's name on the court. You know what I'm saying? Well, Wesley Matthews wasn't even out there. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I, I, I just I don't see it, y'all. I mean, I see Io. I definitely see him taking a step up. I really like Dalen Terry. I mean, I, I can actually see him contributing probably a little bit better than Patrick Williams just because of his mentality, his tenacity, his 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 grit, his want ability. Like he he right. wants to play. Patrick Williams doesn't seem like he want to play all the time, if you ask me. Um, and also, when it comes what does he to need, just the lack just of shooting, his... y'all. I hate to, I hate to get all you know what street on this, but does P. Will just need his ass kicked? What's going on? I mean, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, I mean, man, what's gonna get some... him mad? I mean, like, bro, was uh, did you hear about um, you know, his lifestyle before coming into yeah, the NBA he and everything flowers like flowers, his, like he was a mom, fa- yeah. flower peddler or something like that? Yeah, I mean, yes, and not, not to get Florence, not to get on know. bro's personality and all that. No. I mean, I don't want to get into his personal life, but that that does kind of tell me a little bit more about why he's you know super laid back, chill, just want to chill in nature kind of person, I guess, but. In the NBA, you need a bit of ego. And Patrick Williams just seems as stoic as they come, which is pretty ironic because that's why everybody was comparing him to your boy Kawhi Leonard, right? But yeah. he, he he doesn't he, – he seems to lack that shinobi kind of stoicism. He's more of the just chill, laid-back guy who just wants to, you know, just smoke weed and chill in a breeze, sit on a beach somewhere, you know? He doesn't have that killer instinct without all of the showmanship. I have that too, but I have a killer instinct and aggression. So come on. Right. I I mean, he needs a little bit more Marcus Couch in him. So (laughs) that's what. All right. We got our first TikTok clip right there. Perfect. I love it. But the shooting, all of that, y'all, I mean, I I don't see it. Like, spacing is going to be bogus unless Andre Drummond shoots 40% on eight threes a game or something like that. I mean, how are we going to do better than we did last year when we have a lesser team? Lonzo Ball was huge for us last year, and we saw that evidenced by how we look post-All-Star break. I mean, that that's just me being realistic. I never would hate on my team, but I have to be candid here. I'll hate on him. It's cool. Ricky out. <laughs> if we could inject Terry personally into Patrick Williams, he'd be Jalen Brown. Uh, pers- personality, my mistake. If we could put Dale and Terry's personality into Patrick Williams, I agree. I agree. If I Chicago Bulls, listen up right now. Let me spend two hours with Patrick Williams. I could get him there. I could get him there. I don't. I'm not going to hurt him. <laughs> Just me, him in a room. Um, 
and a video player. And I'm going to show them a couple things. And uh, it's not, I won't show them basketball related stuff. And it'll put his mind in the right perspective. So that's my offer until uh, next week. So contact me, Bulls, at Marcus Couch. Hit him up. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that's going to happen. Okay, let's go over game predictions so we can wrap this up and get on our way to enjoying this game coming up here. So, Bulls, Miami Heat today, which is Wednesday, October 19th. I say L. What do you got? This is really just shot in the dark because I haven't even looked at um, Miami's lineup and who they have playing yeah, either. Yeah, but you know what no I mean? Zach, no Zach Levine. I, I no know, Zach right. We have no Zach Levine, but I also don't know if they have, you know, all of their key players either. But just going based on pure talent, I mean, where are they I playing? Did, They're playing here? In, in Miami. Are we playing? Oh, it's going to be in Miami? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got an L. I got an L. Uh, the thing I did not factor into this was the length of Jimmy Butler's new hair. Um, that may impact him. <laughs> Just putting it out there. Yo, Cal Lowry kind of kind of been sucking lately too. So that that's what I was thinking about last year. Cal Lowry, Cal Lowry sucked. Um, I'm thinking about they got Bam, Jimmy. Uh, course hero yeah man i gotta go in miami i'm sorry all right all right uh ricky yeah man we'd love to have Hazon. i've uh been on his uh channel a lot uh just chatting and also you know obviously i'm good friends with pat the designer and that whole team over there so uh but yeah i'd love to i i haven't really had a, a big interaction with Hayes, but I'm, I'm a huge fan of his content and his hustle so uh i'm down for that easily okay um, so yeah. you're gonna go L. All right, let's go Bulls at Wizards on Friday, October 21st. I'm saying a dub. Yeah, we take them even without Zach. I, I've just right. never been a fan of the Wizards team. Uh, Daniel a- Gafford revenge game possibility, but uh, that's about it. But, yeah, but uh, like the, the Wizards, are, I I don't know. I, I really don't understand their team. I get that we are really perplexing team as well but why have they not traded bradley bill i mean do you I, I remember like they do a whole yeah. lot better i don't know man what? maybe he's got a, well, I remember a, side what? Piece, a side piece in dc um the uh do you remember when we got daniel gafford and he's like and he's like my uh idol is andre drummond you remember when gafford said that and then he played against drummond and yeah and uh, Drummond basically changed his diaper, uh, Gallup's <laughs> diaper on TV. It was like, yeah. Dude, Drummond okay. was good, man. Drummond was a beast in Detroit. I think people forget about that. But dude used to grab at least 20 boards a game, especially when he played us. I don't think he's going to be a slouch for us, man. I'm really – I think he is going to make a huge difference in a lot of these games. So you're going to go dub – for uh the bulls and wizards okay then we got the next game of back-to-back this will be the home opener bulls versus the improved and Lowryless cleveland cavaliers i think it's going to be a dub i think they're paper tigers i don't think they're that great what do you think i think 
With Zach, it's a W. Without him, okay. uh, L. I just I, I really like uh, Mobley. Uh, I really like their interior defense. Period. And then I I, I believe in that um that in, inside out game that they're gonna have with their three stars, uh, Mobley, uh, uh, Spider, and also uh, the PG Darius Garland. I think they're gonna play probably some beautiful in and out game with those three players. So I don't know, man. I, you doubt them, but you gotta I, pick I, something. You can't like just them. go. If Zach plays, I mean, what do you well, think? Well, I said if Zach plays, they win. If Zach doesn't, they lose. Okay, but you can't qualify it like that. You got to throw okay. down now. You can't just they do lose. this in Vegas. I, I'm, I'm going to say hey, that. Vegas. <laughs> hey, Vegas. Hey, Vegas. If uh, Zach doesn't play, I'm getting my bet back. That's just the just, way it yeah. is. I, I just saw a shout-out from Vegas, too. All right, I'm going, yeah. I'm going Cleveland then. <clears throat> yeah. Wow, we're going to split. By the way, in preseason, we tied. So we both lost only one game. Uh, that was pretty good. Okay, and then we got Monday, October 24th, Bulls versus Celtics. I'm saying L. L. L for you, too. It's in Chicago. L. Okay. All right. So, just to wrap this up, you think uh, – I think we're going to lose tonight. Both of us do. Uh, we think the Bulls are going to win against the Wizards. That will put us at 1-1. One and one. Uh, then uh, Wise predicts losses through the rest of the week. And I one say and we're going to actually win against the Cavs. Boy, a one and three start you're predicting. I'm predicting a, what, two and two start. Okay. It's a tough schedule to begin with. So, I mean, nobody should be surprised if the Bulls do turn out to be one and three. Yeah, you're right. Okay, um, we are going to give our social stuff and let you know where we can um, get uh, all of our stuff. But uh, in the meantime, chat people, fire off any last-minute questions because we're going to close this out in about five hey, minutes. Hey, Russ, so. <clears throat> my, my bad to cut you off, Mark. Yo, go uh, ahead. Russ, he, he, he asks, uh, you know, think we can win with DeMar Vooch. I mean, mm-hmm. so, yes, I do. Um but it just depends on who our opponent is. And looking at Cleveland, I don't think that we have enough necessarily. Uh, like, like DeMar is beastie. And what he did last year was absolutely amazing with all of those clutch Ws we got, right? But, I mean, I, I don't know, y'all. I, I just don't necessarily know if he can do that again. I, I, I really wish that they could be on the video with us because I love to, like, go back and forth with them too. But, like, I – I don't necessarily we're, we're, know we're if we can pull that off again, y'all. You know what I'm saying? But I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's just me. It depends on who they're playing. But I think they need a three-head monster to really go at it with with the tougher teams in the league. And and to me, Miami is a tougher team. Who's uh, the last that we're playing uh, the fourth game that uh, you said it was um, snaps? My Which bad. One? My, you broke up a little uh, bit. The last game. Out of the last game, out of the four we just predicted, Boston, Boston uh, on Monday, we need a three-head monster against all all three of those teams. So, I don't know. That that's just me. Drummond, Vooch, and Dalen Terry. Let's go. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do all it. All right. Okay. Seven so. Screens, uh, and uh, so that's that being said, uh, Wise, we're going to close this out. Oh, let me play the theme. Let's play the theme. 
boy, I, I am. It's so. Did I play all the clips? I think I played all the clips. This is kind of a weird uh, show, but uh, we're loving this. This is kind of a cool live, live. There we go. Can be a part of our show on a semi-regular basis. So let's see about that. I'm going to make that happen. Wise, tell the people where they can find you on social media. Your boy is back down like SmackDown on the YouTube platform. You already <laughs> know. Just type in Wise, W-I-S-E, Black, and you will find all of my latest uploads on the Chicago Bulls. And you you can also connect with me on social, like Twitter and Instagram, at Radical underscore creative. Nice. And I know you got a lot of cool videos on your YouTube channel and stuff that's uh, going out there. I got a side channel that I'm going to be starting to soon. I'm not going to reveal it yet, but it's not sports related. Oh, okay. Okay. Can't wait. Yeah. Got to get the rest of my setup going. I'm still using old equipment right now. I thought it'd be in my new stuff, but my house is still kind of ripped apart as you can see behind me and we'll get there. Okay. So uh, you can find me at Marcus Couch on Twitter, Instagram, all the rest of it. Uh, everything show related. Find it Bulls Podcast. That's at Bulls Podcast, all one word. YouTube.com slash Bulls Podcast is where you can find it. Next week, we've got P Kid. Yeah, from the Windy City Breeze joining us on the show. So get ready for the madness that's uh, yet to come. We have so many other Bulls content creators that are making Bulls content. I've never seen this much excitement and these th- this many content creators. So, Wise, we're going to be busy with a lot of guests on the show here coming up. Oh, yeah. Let's do All it. right, closing thoughts. Uh, we got this game coming up here in just a few minutes. Uh, yeah, I just want to shout out everybody who commented in the chat, you know, Rusty, Ricky Fontaine, RW, Chi-Town, you know, everybody. Uh, I appreciate all of y'all for chiming in, man. It was definitely a blast. Uh, Tamar, Gather, my bad if I butchered your name, but yeah, that was, that was love, y'all. Please continue to come back. Yeah, that's, uh, we didn't get that last week because we kind of did that on the slide. And I did the smart thing and actually scheduled the damn thing this time in YouTube. <laughs> Other than just going going right at it. And uh, I'll, I'll say the descriptions. You can go back a couple podcasts and see exactly what we got in mind as far as uh, the video stuff. So that uh, being said, thank you so much for tuning in again we got uh, p kid from the windy city breeze and all of you that are watching live make sure you go to the windy city breeze live call of the bulls game and listen to pat live call these games uh, it's so much better than the guys on tv it just is so uh that being said go bulls go bulls <laughs> all right take care everybody <laughs>